Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, losing a parent at any stage in life is very difficult, but particularly difficult when you're young and even more so when it's sudden. Well-known Limerick journalist, uh, Mairead Lavery, a farming advocate, agriculture advocate, and she is editor of Irish Country Living. Mairead Lavery is on the line this morning. Good morning to you, Mairead. Good morning, Gillian. Lovely to talk to you again. And you too. Mairead, I wasn't aware of this. You were very young when you lost your father uh, in a very sudden way. Yes. Um, well, now, I was the eldest, though, of six children. Um, I was 12 and the youngest was two. Um, so you can imagine uh, the shock that that was. Um, I, I still clearly see everything on that day. It's actually like in, in, in Technicolor. Um, I, I can remember the morning that we were busy. There was My mum and dad were both going to the mart. Um, they had both to bring livestock. I don't know what they were selling, but there was loads of activity around the house. I can still see my father standing at the kitchen door, directing stuff, um, you know, with his braces. And, you know, he was excited and busy and, you know, just a good spring morning when everything was going right. And then I, I clearly remember being in school and who I was sitting beside. And at one of my classmates said, Isn't that your cousin after jumping over the wall? had to come into the school, you know, a little small wall, and um, and it was. And it ended up being that the two it was a two-teacher school, and there was four of us in school, um, myself, my brother, my two brothers and sister, and the youngest would have been, he'd have been about five, um, five or six, and uh, it was the school teachers who told us that our dad was dead, that he had died suddenly at the march, um, and there was nothing anyone could have done. But when I think about the supports that are there now for children, we were told by the teachers. I don't know, I can't recall when I next met our mum because she was so busy trying to organise funeral and everything like that. And it, it has stayed with me um, all my life. And, and also with, say, my siblings that are nearest to me, while the younger ones really have no recognition of their dad at all. Um, and, you know, it's, it, back then, in, a long time ago now, there was no such thing as counselling. There was no such thing as really grieving. You basically had to get on with it. And that was the general attitude. You had to just get on with life. And that was past and that, you know, was over. And, and basically your life ran on two new parallel lines before he died and after he died. And life was so different. Were you discouraged from talking about how it impacted on you? Well, it was because it's, you, you can't change it. it. You know, that's it. it, it the man is dead. Um, he's buried. Now we have to get on with life. And so it wasn't so much discouragement. It was, you know, there was so much to be done. We had a busy farm, dairy herd. Um, you know, all of a sudden the man in charge, he was only just turned 50 years of age. Uh, he was gone. My mum had her hands full with a house of children. Um, she had to take a really active role now in the farm. Um, we had a pub business in the local town. So there was no time to be grieving. You had to get on with living. And, and that was your responsibility. 
And as the eldest in the family, um, it was very much my responsibility to, to take charge of the younger ones and to just make sure that, you know, life w- went on somewhat normally. I, I remember, and I don't know if there's little ears listening, um, Santa Claus had a big job that year. And, you know, it, 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 it fell to me to help Santa Claus. And I was still someone who, you know, had fully every faith in Santa Claus. So, you know, the unforeseen shock um, that, you you know, you don't, you wouldn't even think about now. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't that I was discouraged to talk about it, but you, you really just had to get on with living. And, you know, I don't think people really fully understood back then the impact of sudden bereavement on a family. Um, on the you know the neighbours on relations, um, it was only when my mom died back in two thousand and one that neighbours actually started to talk to us about what happened to my dad and people had been at the mart with him and they told us where he fell and you know and he just he was leaning in over a pen of cab and um, he never he never stood up and there was nothing that anyone could have done and how my mom got home and my little sisters were at the mart as well. And the whole thing, that whole story, um, you know, we didn't really understand it or know about it until people told us that my mum's funeral. So, and um, I, I suppose a lot has changed, you know, since that happened in terms of, you know, how society deals with grief and that kind of thing. But a couple of things that haven't changed in terms of somebody who, who might be running a farm and who might die suddenly is one is the work continues, you yes. know? I mean, farms yes. are still v- very busy places and while you may be encouraged to speak about it um, a little bit more, the work still has to be done. And, and then the second thing is, while your, your father didn't die in a farm accident, there are farm accidents every mm. single year. Um, and, oh, and those well, deaths are always reason. sudden. They're always sudden and unexpected. Yes. And, and what's more about them? I mean, in my... I think we've lost Mairead. Have we lost Mairead? Would have been at home. It wasn't an accident. It was a heart attack. And, it, you know, it, but it was still the suddenness of it. And the trauma, but that, the cows had to be made that evening. They had to be made the next morning. The calves had to be fed. The poultry had to be looked after. Everything still had to be done. And my mum had great support from her brothers and from neighbours. And in doing the farm work, but the grieving was a different business entirely. But you're, you're absolutely right. This year, um, so far this year, the um, the emergency, the Irish Community Air Ambulance um, support, uh, you know, they, they send out ambulances to accidents. They've been called out 38 farming-related accidents so far this year. 38. Now, not every accident is fatal on a farm. But there's so many that have very serious, life-changing, uh, you know, uh, ac- uh, accidents, um, and that really caused huge destruction to the farm. So, you know, things like falling off ladders, falling from heights, animal attacks, TTO shafts. You know, you get caught up in one of those. There's so many different types of accidents, and so many of them can be fatal. And Embrace Farm remembers that. Um, and last year, in their memorial service, they called out the names of 220 people who have died as a result of a farm accident. 
And now, you know, we're, we're into the end of June. The primary school kids are on their holidays um, and they're coming home to Granny and they're going down to the cousins and they're going to be out on the farms that they have involvement with or family involvement with a lot more. So it's just really important to mind everybody uh, because farms, they're not just private homes, they're places of work and to be very, very careful around it. I think it's a story we all hate to hear and it ha- seems to happen almost every summer that some child yes. innocently playing uh, on the farm uh, becomes the victim of a tragic accident. Yes, and you see, the, the kids living on the farm know where the dangers are. They know what to watch out for. But um, a little, you know, a little cousin, you they don't necessarily know it. And I hear myself, we have our grandchildren coming down to visit over the weekend and you're looking around at absolutely everything. What could they get into trouble with? Where can they get it? You know, and what things that you take for granted when there's small children around, you really have to um, to watch out. But it, 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 it's not just children. So many farms are now one-person operations. And, you know, whether it's men or women that are operating the farm, they're working long hours. They may be overtired. If that extra piece of work that, you know, is just happening at dusk, it's taking a chance getting off a tractor without maybe turning it off. All of these kind of things, taking that little chance. And nobody sets out to have a farm accident, but they happen in a blink of an eye and they cause huge dev- devastation. Because one of the, the, the um, I suppose, the, the most upsetting things about farm accidents on farms is that you can see where the person had the accident. Um, or you can see, of course, so sadly and, you know, so upsetting for everybody where that accident happened. And I know we had a young friend that um, died in a motor accident on the M7. And we had to pass that spot quite regularly. And it always brought tears to my eyes. So you can imagine on a farm where some child has died or, you know, uh, an accident has occurred and someone has lost their life. But that, that place is there looking at you every day of the week and very hard to get away from. Yeah, you, you're running as part of Embrace Farm. There's the hashtag Here For You campaign and you, you have a special remembrance service this weekend. We have indeed. Embrace Farm was set up by Brian and Norma Rohan when um, Brian's dad, Dean, uh, died in a farm accident and it was back in 2013. And when they went looking for support, you know, and a network of support, it wasn't there. And like busy, all busy people, you know, you ask a busy person, they set up that network. And Embrace Farm uh, was established in 2014 and it's done wonderful work. But one of the things they do is at the end of June every year, they hold a memorial service, an ecumenical memorial service in Abbey Leaf for people who have been injured or who have died in farm accidents. And I, I was at the first one. I remember it so, so well. Uh, 2014, and the it, the church was packed from all over the country, every corner of the country, and there were people crying, grown men crying, who had gave themselves permission to grieve for a little brother or for a father or for an uncle um, or a little sister, and gave themselves that first time, that permission to grieve. And it's the one thing that Embrace Farm has really done. Now, we can't hold the um, the event this year because of COVID. So last year we did it virtually and it was a very big success. 
and it worked very well. It was live streamed on the uh, Embrace Farm website, which is www.embracefarm.com or .ie. Um, and people were able to take part that way. It's also gone out as part of the um, RTE um, Sunday services the following week. So um, at that event, the people are remembered. And as I said, last year, 220 names of people who had died on Irish farms were called out by Brian and Norma Rohan. And the same thing will happen this, this, um, this, this Sunday coming. And people are asked if they want to have their, their family member, their neighbour, whoever it is, their friend remembered, to get the details of the person to Embrace Farm at their website, www.embracefarm.ie, by the end of the week. And they will be remembered um, at this service, the Deacon Mennington service that's taking place next Sunday. Okay, well, I think it's a great initiative. And please, God, now there won't be any extra names added to that list over the next coming year and that people will stay safe on farms this year. Mairead Lavery, thanks very much for joining us on Limerick Today this morning. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.